Welcome to Live and Let Mom. I'm Ro. I'm Jessica. And we are two moms. In different stages. Uh, same shit. Yes. Um, Not this week. Oh, no, so. No, you know, the same shit thing. Yes, it's the same shit meaning we're moms, we're tired, we're irritable, we're exasperated, we're doing it wrong all the time. Uh, yeah, I did, but I will tell you, <laughs> so right before we started this <laughs> podcast, um, my husband texted me, well, I fell bath time, and I said, oh, how did he melt down? And I said, it's so, I said, oh, how did he melt down? Well, it's 8.30 at night, 8.59 p.m., so Rose over here, and uh, her husband Chris is on, on children, I can't say baby duty, because no, there's I was, baby duty. I was on baby duty, he was on toddler duty, and he Got said, uh, I said, it's okay, love, and he said, let's just say it ended with me using his toy basket as a in water pooper scooper, <laughs> calmly oh, no. talking to myself. Poop in the tub. We posted about that. Oh, oh, yeah. Poop in the tub. It's a strainer. Um, <laughs> well, that basket really works well for a lot of things. Um, <laughs> it catches. I'm just sending him poop emojis because he because for the record, every time that this happens. I go, I need help. You when know, Jacob poops when in the tub. Jacob poops in the tub. Okay. I'll pull him out and I go, Do you wanna do you wanna grab um him or do you wanna clean it? He goes, I'll take him. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm the one who has to clean the tub, which don't get me wrong, I'm sure I still have to go home and disinfect the tub. Yeah. Because he's probably scarred right now. Um Well is it just a is it just a nug that just floats around or is it usually a nug, but it? knowing God and the world the way the world yeah, works, it's probably sports, yeah. um it's it's probably a little more. You know what though it is. It's it always happens on. I remember when I was married, my son was I don't know two, and his dad was on uh, tub duty. <coughs> and bless you. And yeah, it was always one of those things where all of a sudden I'd be like bloop, and I was like, oh okay, and I would use my hands, <laughs> scoop it, throw it in the toilet, disinfect, go, move on, just don't drink the water, like yeah. whatever. It's just a nug. And then I remember their dad. His dad was like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. And I was like, you're all right. Just scoop it out. He goes, and, I, and it was like silence. And he goes, it has a tail. I was yeah. like, what? I come in, and sure enough, this thing's got, I don't know if it was a tapeworm. I don't know what happened, but I don't know if he was just out of sorts because his dad was giving him a bath. But it was, I was like, get everybody out of the tub. Yeah. And we've had quite a week because we did sleep training. This is actually, I started for Jayla, uh, I started a week ago today. Congrats, by the way. Thank you. And you look good for sleep training. I do, really? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm. You look better than you did last time we recorded where I was like, dude. Yeah, and I'm concerned. currently, it, it doesn't help that I've been rocking my grombre hair because I don't have the money to get it <laughs> done. Don't do it. Um. Yeah, I should probably just. Well, I it also think next podcast to, we should do uh, our roots together. Yeah, would be nice. But this is actually almost three months, so I didn't even notice until you say something. Oh, it's so bad. But I go. You know what? Right now, it's considered trendy. Um, oh, look at you! <laughs> hashtag Grombre. Hashtag. You can follow them on Instagram. I do to feel better. But um, and and the Grombre movement is to feel good about your grades, to not be tied down to the. To dyeing. Personally, I like to dye my hair. So huh. they said, if you like dyeing your hair, dye your hair. But if you want to just embrace it, embrace it. So right. when I'm feeling not financially flush, I will embrace my grombre. Okay. But if when I'm flush, I will go back to feeling like I'm in the age range of the early 30s again. Okay. 
But in the same time, uh, so we did sleep training. And for those that uh, don't know what that is, which I'm sure every parent does know. And there's a lot of opinions because people have a, a big opinion about crying it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And um, I will tell you that it feels like the worst thing in the world. But it is really, I mean, she's, knock on wood, she's been sleeping. And she needs to sleep. Yeah. Like, baby girl needed to sleep. Because she doesn't yeah. like sleeping during the day. Unless, like, I, I got her one day in the crib for a nap. And then every other day, I feel, like, I haven't gotten the daytime thing down yet. Naps are always so much. I don't think mm. I ever really nailed those. Yeah. I, Jacob, so I have, but it's getting harder and harder with him. Yeah, yeah. And especially with her. So I'm kind of going in this weird daytime thing. But I can't, I can't, like, let all that stuff get to me right now because we did tackle, tackle the big issue. Well, let's talk about the sleep training in specifics because I think that um, when a mom hears sleep training and someone's actual story, someone's real story, mm-hmm. that, and knowing Roe well enough, if you listen to our previous episodes, you know that she's not that mom that's like, I'm going to fucking do this. Fuck the kids. They're going to be fine. She's not one of those moms mm-hmm. that like pretends that she's got it all figured out and that it wouldn't bother her. No. And she's not a mushy mom either where she's like, I can't do it. I'm going to like nurse them till they're seven. Yeah. You know, so she's, as real as you get as far as the, the relatable section. So mm. I didn't text her for a few days. Yeah. Because I was it like, was rough. I don't, I don't know what to say. What am I supposed to hang in there? Fuck you, Jessica. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. rough. And, and the week before it was rough because couple things, one, you know, you're going to start sleep training and that just causes all kinds of risks. Oh with... yeah. The worry about the worry. Is yes, always, just exactly. So, so Chris was very like, uh, I don't think we should start this right now. You know, like, if it was up to him, he would have stalled. Oh, because yeah. he just, the day I was going to start it was Friday, and it's Friday now. Uh, this was a week ago. And uh, I was walking home from the bank after I visited them, and she fell asleep for a few minutes. He goes, this is all wrong. You know, <laughs> we're not following the rules. You know, you're like, it's fine. And then she can't, you have to have her not fall asleep while you're feeding her. You have to have her fall asleep on her own in the crib and she was starting to fall asleep and he's like, this is all wrong. You know, like, and yeah. he just wanted to abort mission. And I was like, yeah. I can't because, and the reason why I say the week up to it, not only the worry, but she was getting so big at the bassinet. It just wasn't working. Safe. It's well, not safe. Yeah. She started to like almost try and flip over in it. Oh, um, she was in a sleep sack and I stopped swaddling her, but then I had to swaddle her just to get her to go to sleep for a little bit. But then she hated the swaddle. So it was really rough that week because she just was not. And I was like, I know sleep training is going to like just tear my heartstrings, but she needs, she's got to sleep. Yeah. You know, she needs, I mean, some parents are like, I need to sleep, which I totally get. But for me, I was like, I need her to sleep. Yeah, when you have a baby that's overtired, overwhelmed, uh-huh. it's, it's so it, that's more heartbreaking than anything. Else. Yeah, that and it was almost like, you know what? It's not gonna be. It's gonna be hard to hear her cry, but it's also hard for to this see her little to eyes see her. Every day. She's yeah. so tired. So, um, and that's why I did the meme that I did. I was like, please don't be negative if you don't agree I with know. it. Because I was like, I just can't right now. I saw that. So Ro and I. You know, we both post on the Instagram and we try to tag it with, you know, she's Mama Moody, I'm three stages of girl. And I saw that and it was funny, but then I saw the plead of like, 
just don't be shitty. Yeah. And it was like, and she's a tough broad, so it's sort of like, if she's asking don't be shitty, she got no, nothing, no uh, heart left. Yeah, I did it. statement. Because that first night was rough. So I, I did it. And plus, I was putting her in a crib, and I was not, I said, don't do the sleep sack. Just do it. Because you're not going to, it's just better to put her in, in her pajamas. Yeah, all in. Just go in. And that first night was rough. She was, the first chunk was, especially with not getting along with Chris that night. And look, he's a, he's a great husband. But it's really rough when you, you have two kids and a two-bedroom. And you have one kid in the, your room because you yeah. know he can't be in that room because he can't sleep. So we're in like a really, not, look, life is just a little tiring right now. It's mm-hmm. not terrible because I, you know, we have two healthy kids. You know, like so, of course, but you it's know, angst ridden, and you guys are on yeah. your edge, and any r- wrong move, you're gonna snap each other. Yeah, it's hard to stay in alliance. Yeah, and and you know, the good news is we know, even in the moment, we could be upset with each other, but then we always like reflect and go, okay, you know what, maybe I'll try this, or I'll say, yeah. hey, when you say things like that, that bothers me, or yeah. you know, like we we are pretty upfront in the, like we we talk it out for the most right. part. Um, but did you, did you do your normal bedtime routine with her and then you, you held her and then you placed her down? So how did that go? Like, did you let her cry? How yeah, she cried for? right away. For, so you let it, it was 10 minutes or 15? It was, so the way that this particular, the sleep easy solution yeah. does it was, it's five minutes. I know, I'm like. Sleepy, I'm like, you mean speak easy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I went to the bar. No, um, they, they, you do a five minute soothe, then you do a 10 minute soothe and a 15 minute soothe. And right. then every time after that's 15 minutes. So she, the first night she cried, the first initial cry, I think was about, I have, I need to keep a long of it. Yeah. You know, so I did day one, this is what we're going to do. And, um, I think it was about 35 minutes that she cried. Total. Yeah. Um, I have it all written down, but she did go to sleep, but then she woke up like 15 minutes later. Yeah. She had to start over at 5, 10, 15. Yeah. And then, um. And you don't pick her up. You don't pick her up. You just go and go, you're doing great. I love you. And you know, of course I'm like, is the temperature of the room okay? Cause it gets cold in there yeah. and I had the heater in there and I didn't want to get too hot. Right. And then I also had to wean her off the formula. So they give you, now if you're breastfeeding, they give you, the great thing about this is they give you two different options. Like if you're breastfeeding, this is how you wean them off. If you're doing formula, this is how you wean them off. Um, and I, I do want to touch on breastfeeding right after we talk about this because um, I have my friend who is uh, producing so much. I, I just was – we were discussing about breastfeeding versus not breastfeeding. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I had to get her to sleep for a little chunk in order to pick her up and kind of dream feed her. Yeah. So that wasn't happening right away. And I was like, okay, well, I need her to be asleep for a little while, and then I'll pick her up and feed her. Right. Which just tore me apart, too, because you're like, oh, and yeah. now she was sleeping, and now I'm yeah. feeding her. But so basically that first night was just awful because then she woke up again, yeah. and she slept in a couple chunks in this net. So then Saturday night, she actually slept the whole time. And Girl. I picked her up. And fed her twice. And she kind of fussed a little after that. Yeah. And then um, second night, she did really well with sleeping. I had to pick her up. That was two ounces. And the last night's one ounce, which feels like, why am I even doing this? But you know what? I wanted to follow it. Um, Then the first night of her not having formula at all, she slept straight through. Good girl. And then the second night, now we're on 
the fourth night. So the second night, um, I'm saying fourth night of no formula. Right. But the second night, it was rough. She yeah. woke up and she started crying a little. This was at like 3.15 in the morning. And the thing what they tell you is with soothing, you have to wait till they're really crying. Yeah. You If they're kind of going in and out, yeah, you can't soothe sure. because then you'll get them worked up. Yeah. So we went through a whole hour of her kind of going in and out. Yeah. And then we went through an hour of crying. Mm. And Jacob was up because he woke up because the monitor was right there. Yeah. So I had Jacob up and I had her up for two hours the other night. And that was rough. Um, And I remember I texted you because I was like, I'm a little apprehensive because I had that night. And then I had yeah. the next night was not great yeah um and then i finally got him back asleep and then she kind of went to sleep maybe 20 minutes later and then they slept to like eight and then last night she woke up around 12 30 ish and cried for a little and it didn't get to a point where i soothed her because i was like waiting by the door and you're waiting by the door with your clock you're like right okay when oh, i yeah. this, i'm gonna just soothe her and then you hear like her dip down and you're like okay and then Okay, yeah. and then and then she went back to sleep and she slept till eight thirty today. Girl, yeah, and, and you would have cracked up because the night that she was had that two hour thing. I look in the monitor. I'm like, oh my god, her leg came out of her pajamas. Yeah, she's so cold. How did that happen? I hate these pajamas. They were yeah. fuzzy. I wanted the. Or, no, it didn't. It was in there. I just looked at the monitor. Yeah. I thought I saw her leg out. And I'm like, well, and she's fine. She's all worked up. She's not. Yeah, and you know, of course, <clears throat> I did at one point. Before she, when she had been crying a lot, I'd open the door to soothe her and i put the heater in there just yeah. to get a little warm. And then maybe like 30 minutes later she fell asleep and then yeah. I just took the heater out. Um, and so, again, I'm I'm glad that, it, and then I put her to sleep tonight and she kind of woke up and cried a little when I put her in the, the crib. And I was like, okay, I'll just do the soothing. And then she went, she went to sleep. Okay. So, um... You know, it's <clears throat> we're doing our best. Um, That's great, though. Good for you. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Just stay on it because yeah. one slip. I know. Well, tomorrow night we're supposed to go out. And I'm going to tell my mother, well, listen to me. Yeah, one slip. Although we, it is, they do know, like, you know what? They always do better with the grandparent. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm going to put her to sleep. I'm going to put her to sleep, but yeah. I'm going to tell, i got to tell my mother-in-law, like, listen to me. I work very hard to get her to sleep. You yeah. can't, if she cries, you just have to soothe it and do not touch her. Yeah. Because she had a hard time with a nap, which I oh, totally yeah. get. And she's like, I failed. I picked her up. I was like, that's fine. Well, and it's hard. She's going to want to pick her yeah. up, but she's going to know. But at nighttime, gonna I'm going to be like, God. listen to me. Dina, you cannot. You will take away everything that I worked Absolutely. for. Please do not do that to me. I'm on a very thin yeah. thread. Yeah. I, I don't. I will move to Palmdale yeah. and hire babysitters. Yeah, and just I, so I you can't. know, if you do it and tell me you didn't, I will know. Yeah, because I will. Oh yeah, she'll. It'll. Oh yeah, and it'll be really don't. hard for her too. So just yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna and I have to like be like you really need to to really be tough with it. Yeah. Because hopefully, knock on wood, she doesn't. Yeah. You know, because she's been pretty good for the first chunk. I mean, yeah. we'll see what happens, but. I've got to make it very clear. Like, you do She's not awesome. want me to move to Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> because I will. I will move to Lancaster as soon as I can so I can afford a babysitter. Yeah. Uh, but my mother-in-law is great. But I understand why she feels that need, but I really need her too. Yeah. She's and I'll be like, great. you will ruin everything that I've worked for all yeah. week. And I will. And she's just hurting Jayla. Yes. 
Well, my interpreter. Because she needs to sleep. Yeah, just say, then you want to put her through this for another week? Yeah. yeah. Then we're going to have to start all over. And your son isn't great with this. Yeah. So it's going to put a strain on the marriage. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> But um, what I was going to say is I have um, my friend, she, uh, she's, her baby was born on December 27th. And she's going through a rough time now because she, she's breastfeeding. And, you know, there's a battle with moms between formula fed and breastfed. I don't know why. Just Some moms, yeah. Yeah, some it's moms. Not all moms. a little bit, though, from when I had when my babies were little. Yeah, I mean, you just got to get your kid fed. So you feed them however works for you. Yeah. Um, for me, breastfeeding was really hard. I did not take to it. I tried it for five weeks with Jayla. I don't miss it. I don't feel bad yeah. about I mean I was upset at for, it just it was too it much it's hard yeah it's hard um but I also give it up to the breastfeeding moms cuz that's hard too it's all fucking hard it's hard and my friend produces a lot it's too it's almost like she good she uh-huh. has no like she it hurts because she um, yeah. will build up so quickly. Like, yeah. it's pebbles for her. And we talked about it. We were like, God, when you're breastfeeding, you can produce a lot. It doesn't make it any easier, in a way, because no. now her little baby boy has gas because he's gulping because yeah. it comes out so fast. There's always there's trouble. Yeah, I mean, she gave me a huge bag of breast milk, and she's not even pumped. Her freezer is full. Right. She hasn't pumped. It's just been coming out of both. She donated. Yeah, well, she's been giving it to her friends. Yeah. So, um, she, you know, she's got friends that have babies that can't breastfeed, so, uh, she's just been giving it away, which is great, but it's a lot for her because yeah. she can't even, you know, you know, she can't sleep on a certain, in a certain way because it hurts her, you know, so yeah. that whole like, oh, breast is best or formula, whatever, it's like, it's just hard all around. Like, it's just Well, is she hard. is she pumping whenever she's full? Because her body's going to, if she's pumping and giving it away, no, her she's body's not pumping. doing supply and demand. So no, she's not pumping. She's just she strictly needs, feeding. But if she needs less. Yeah, well, she's. But she has to be pumping if she's giving it away. No, she's not. How is she giving milk? Because she holds cups to each one on well, whichever side is the same thing. I mean, well, yeah, I'm but she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to literally sit there. I had to sit there on a pump. Right, but what I'm saying is that her body, if she's letting it out, yeah, it, it's not just going to pour out like it would. I no, mean, it does. Well, then she needs to shut that shit down. She can ice them so that she's not, because what I'm saying, whatever she's doing, what I'm saying is yeah. that her body, because she's letting it out and it's expressing and it's pouring yeah. out, her body thinks that that's the demand. So it's going to keep creating more and more and more. Well, she's, so trying, she's trying to go back a little bit and not well, have as much. Right now she, she can, knows she can't. Like right now she's, she's just. Fine with it. She's oh, okay. fine. Well, it's it's painful at times. Yeah. But what she's trying to do is a new method where she does four hours on one boob. Okay. To try and slow it down a bit for Got each it. side. Perfect. But she lit, like she sits there with the cups and they just fill up. I mean, nuts. it's nuts. Yeah. You see her production, and then like yours, my production. Spit, yeah, I was like, I was on that cow pumping machine, yeah, and I got three ounces after like thirty minutes, and yeah. she's just sitting there and it's just coming out. And you yeah. know what? That's no fun. I mean, yeah. for like, she's like, it's just you're, it's just coming out, yeah. and you're like, man, it does not matter what position you're in. You are always in some kind of shit with it, whether you're producing a ton and you're like, I just, you know. 
I can't stop producing or you can't produce any and you feel guilty. Right. I mean, I'm not upset about not breastfeeding, especially now. Good to hear. I'm like, it's fine. Baby girl's fine. Yeah. She's okay. Yeah. And she, I was glad she gave me that big bag because I could use it in rice cereal. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see if she takes to it and likes a bottle a day or something like that. So I thought that, I mean, plus she's got so much of it. She was like, take a bag. And I showed Chris and he's like, Jesus, I was like, do you see the difference? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, it does not matter. If you're breastfeeding or formula feeding, you are in some kind of trenches. And that's why I was like, oh, just because you're breastfeeding doesn't mean you have it any easier. No, not at all. I breastfed just fine with my son and didn't with my daughter, and it wasn't easier either way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, um, you know, the whole, I think people have chilled out quite a bit, or maybe it's just because I don't have a newborn where I'm not in that, that world where people are, you know, advocating for breasts being the only way or you're screwing your child over by not doing the breast or anything. There's still some of that out oh, there. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. There's always going to be The that. big battle now is stay-at-home mom versus working mom. But where do you see all that? Because I, I mean, I think that the, everyone oh, just gets defensive. But scary it's mom. Like, that's where you see the battles. Of oh the... yeah, on all the comments. Why? People just they. They're like, just... I understand that there was, but I feel like we're at this age where I don't know. Maybe that's just because you and I push our agenda of just like everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah, just chill the and fuck it's out. All hard. Just get through. Keep yeah, your kids alive. Like, let's support the working moms. Yeah. That shit's hard. Yeah. I've I've been a full time working mom with two kids raising them alone. You know, so it's all fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And you know, stay at home moms. Yes, they don't have to get up and go to work or put heels on or whatever. But it's all fucking hard. Yeah. And it's and I just I think stay at home moms have to get up and have the will to live. But don't you think that? <laughs> kidding, I have but don't you work. think that um, when people complain? Here's what I think. Let me rephrase it correctly so I don't piss anybody off. <laughs> rephrase. Um, when people try to point out how much harder they have it, mm-hmm. don't you think it's a subconscious way of people trying to get validation? Oh, yeah. trying to just, so, you know, it's like martyrdom where it's like, you're like, oh my God, it was just so hard. I have it so hard. You have it easy because you do it this way. You're at home all the time. You could nap. You can sit with your kids. You don't have the same guilt, all that stuff where it's like, what if the person that the, let's say the working mom is picking on the stay at home mom, what if the stay at home mom turned to her and just said, oh my God, I didn't take into those things, you know, to consideration. That must be really hard for you. How you're a great mom for being able to balance it all. Wouldn't yeah. that just sort of shut that person up? Oh, for sure. But I think the problem with all these arguments is we're all just tired. Yeah. So they're all just arguing because everybody's like, I'm just tired. Yeah, but the arguing, and I feel like, comes from this need to be right how or, hard they yeah. have it. Or to go, you, you're right, it is harder. Or they want to know, like, no, you don't understand. It's harder this way. And yeah. Why does somebody have to have it hard? It's all hard. It's yeah. literally all, I mean, look, so the other day I was reading a post in a mommy group and I was like, poor, poor lady was talking about how she had a panic attack. She said full on panic attack. She's got a newborn and she's like, I just haven't slept. And she goes, I mean, I've only slept like four hours at a time. And I, my first thought was like four hours. Yeah. I would have loved four hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. I you know, like, I was what? like, four hours. And I, you can't I put that on. I still don't sleep four hours at a time. can't put that on post. Yeah. You can't say four hours. 
Yeah. No, no, no. Because then you're the then asshole. Because like, you're judging mom. And yeah. But here's the other thing. I was like, poor lady's having a panic attack. Yeah. Because she's going through the shock of having a new kid. Yeah. We don't... You, Chris and I were talking about this. Like, people that are pregnant that have never had kids, they... they you don't even realize what you're about to get into. Well, remember we talked about that lady I saw in the elevator? Mm. And uh, she was about ready to have the baby. Like, oh, that's right. Remember? She had like a little bit of, like, we were talking about the pretentiousness. Yeah, oh, she was such a dick. Mm-hmm. And I and I wish that I had, and she put me in, you know what, that's interesting. Because she put me in a position of where I wanted to, like, tell her all the horrible things that were about oh, to happen. Oh, for sure. And nothing is horrible. Let's be clear. We all love blah, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay. blah. Best thing ever happened. But we're in the elevator. Yeah. And she's, you know, dressed for work. She looks great. She's about ready to pop. And uh, we're kind of chatting back and forth. She's standing with a male co-worker. And um, I... I don't know her. She works somewhere else, but we're in the same office area. And I said something. I was like, when do you do? She's like, any second. And I was like, are you ready? And she was like, oh, yeah. And then she kind of, like, turns to the guy. She's telling him about that stuff. And I was like, I go, okay. I go, I don't mean ready as in, like, you have your crib. I was like, are you ready? And I'm saying it kind of to be playful and humorous, I think, which... I think it's pretty playful and humorous. It's yeah. Obvious amount of dick. But, um, and she was like, oh yeah, I know what to expect. And she goes, do you have kids? And I said, oh yeah, I have two. And I go, so I go hang in there. And she's like, I got it covered. Oh. And she said it to me in such a condescending way. Oh. Like, I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. And, like, I clearly don't because I've been raising, an, you know, an 11, 14-year-old. And I just, I was like, okay. Yeah, you can and only. I, she was the type of woman that I really wanted to watch the demise of. Yes, yeah. And you know or what? Or maybe she's the woman that doesn't have that. And she, and everything does work for her perfectly. I don't know. But I Well, that like, kind of person you want the demise. Yeah, I really, <laughs> and I felt, and I, I feel bad saying it now, but then I was like, I. Oh, yeah. Can't wait because for you to be like, holy fuck. Oh yeah, because the great thing is we know right now that she's in the holy hell of newborn world. Because guess what? You could post all you want on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can do all this net, but you know what? You're fighting with your husband. Yeah. You're sleep deprived. You might have a colicky baby just because you were an asshole in the elevator. Yeah. But I'm saying there is a um <laughs> If you're an asshole in an elevator to <laughs> Jessica, you will have a colicky baby. I'm just saying that's how the world works. I would like that to be true. But um, there is a pretentiousness of uh, uh, parents that have never had, like, that we've got. Now, not all. I mean, I've got some friends that are pregnant and they're like, I'm well, so we screwed. don't. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. You never feel ready. And go, you'll never feel ready. And yeah. and um and you know I've 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 known friends that have struggled with infertility and then they are just so grateful that yeah. they're pregnant and that they have a healthy baby. Yeah. So they're like, whatever it entails, we're just glad that we yeah, got we're here. In. Yeah. So and for me, when I was, you know, I always knew that I would that I wouldn't know till I got there. But I had uh, a not a pre, like a. I didn't have this, like, it's going to be this joyous, the baby's going to come out smiling. I didn't have any of that. No, I just, you had this idea of, like, it, was, it wasn't it was dread. It was more or less, like, you understood that you didn't really understand what was about to happen. Yeah. You were kind of like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> That's it. Because I really I've didn't. i great things and bad things. Yeah, I was but like, I'm just, okay, here we is, go. We're going to try this. Yeah. I mean, I'm 38. 
so maybe I know something about, I mean, to take, I'm going to be responsible for human life. Like, that was the biggest thing for me. I was like, you're giving me a, like, I can't keep Basil alive. Yeah. Okay? I mean, I've kept these cats alive, but I cannot, like, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. And, you know, I happen to have a great doctor that was like, listen, you've got a lot of life experience. Because I was like, I don't have the energy that I had in my 20s. He's like, it's fine. You're yeah. okay. You know, like, you're going to be all right. And you're like, okay, doc, but I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, now I'm thinking about how she said that, and I really hate her again. But yeah. I also think, like, I'm trying to imagine a time where I would have been just as shitty where I was like, I got it. And it was sort of along the lines of what we were talking about earlier in the week in some post that we made, which was like, uh, you know, my friend said to me, she's like, nobody tells you how hard this was going to be. I'm like, yeah, everybody told me how hard it was going to be. Yeah. And in my head, I think before I had the kids of my own, I was around my nieces when they were babies. I had my stepson when he was a baby. You know, I felt somehow or another that um, maybe they were just doing it wrong. Mm. You know, like maybe it was hard for them because they didn't know what they're doing or they didn't read the books. I don't know, but... I don't know that I would have expressed it in such a way, but I'm wondering, you know, I did, I was naive to think like I've read enough books, talked to enough people, seen enough friends raise kids that not that I knew better or anything, but I felt like I was more prepared. So I'm wondering if I would have been just as shitty in an elevator being like, I got it covered. Also, I don't know. I was in like flip flops picking up a check. You know, like, she could have been looking at me. I was in, like, a flannel, flip-flops, hair in a bun. I mean, maybe I looked like I had nothing together. <laughs> you know, and here she is she's in, like, like a little office suit and heels. And, uh, you know, she's, and I, you know, so who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, there is a part of me that really hopes that she was like, well, fuck. And, you know, oh, yeah, funny, but... she'll never remember that moment. She's like, oh, I feel really bad now that I spoke to that lady in the elevator. She oh, no. She clearly she's... is my future. No, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. she's literally, like... Right now, because she probably had her baby by now, but I'm saying, like, she's in, oh, the, yeah. she's in the trenches. I think her baby's probably around Chandler's age, actually. Oh, was this around yeah. that time? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it she's still in the trenches because yeah. it's her first. Oh, yeah, no, she's still in the And the thing is, too, I mean, my cousin said it, he goes, there's less of a shock with your second one. As, right. From going from no baby to a baby is oh, the most course. shocking. From going to two babies, it's less shocking because you've been there, but it's not that it makes it any easier. It's just no. that you go, okay, I know. There's almost like, it's like that impact before a car accident that you see happening. Yeah. You, you brace up and you're going to get hit and that's the worst condition to be in. Do you think that you were prepared for a second child? Like, even though, because I know that you have a lot of people around you that have two, three kids. Oh, hi. Um, that two, three kids that, do you think, I mean, sometimes I feel like you get the such because you're in the comedy world, you get the brunt of like the reality, and we all make jokes about how yeah. hard it is. I've never sugarcoated anything. Um, I know that Courtney never has anybody mm. else, but um, with the information that you were given, do you feel that you were adequately prepared? Um, just mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Was yes. it easier or harder than you thought it was going to be? Well, Initially. I just knew that it was going to be harder in general, and I was not, I was right. Yeah. That it was going to be harder. Yeah. Um, but I also, like you said, I had you, I had Courtney, um, I didn't have anybody go, no, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, They'll play together. Everybody, what I really clung on to, everybody said, listen, the, and you had said this too, 
first year is going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard. Yeah. And um, and you said, but you're staying in the fog, you know. And really, when I think about it, I was like, yes, that I see why the first year is it's is really hard. the hardest part about having a second kid is not so much the the I mean it's hard obviously the sleep training and the feeding and yeah. all that it is the manipulation of your time mm-hmm. and figuring out how to do things that you probably just figured out how to do with one child like yes. go to the store yes get in the car um, figure out ne- when they both still nap yeah that's tough when they both yeah. need to eat when one's going to bed while the other's having dinner you know how to do all that while your husband's at work. Yeah. And, and or alone if you're alone. Well, but, that's, I mean, I haven't gone, I've gone to the store once with them, but that's why I'll go shopping at midnight. I do not care. It's yeah. just easier that way. Um, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm totally fucked. I was like, how are the babies? I'm like, you'll never see them during the day. Okay. Because, we are nocturnal. Okay. I will put them to sleep and sneak out. Oh, um, so but funny. what I, um, uh, and what it really gets to me sometimes is, it makes me feel like I'm kind of a shitty mom because Jacob's watching YouTube because I've got to figure out what we're going to do for today and right. then rally up and get both kids ready and then myself ready. And then I'm like, I'm not feeding him right, but he won't eat everything. Like, right. So I'm like, you know, I see all these moms, that, well, we have to go home for lunch. And I'm like, I've got to put him in the car and trying to get him to go to sleep. And then when we yeah. wake up, he's going to, you know, eat like a, a fourth of a watermelon and then... And then the paranoia kicks in, too, because I'll read an article. The other day, it's like, type 1 diabetes, if they have fruity From breath. watermelon. <laughs> he ate watermelon and fruit snacks. I'm like, he's got fruity breath. No shit, he's got fruity. Is he peeing more? Oh, my God. Am I giving my kid diabetes? I can't get him to, to you know, he ate pasta tonight. And I was like, yay, you ate pasta. Yeah, you know, because the other night you were eating, like, tortilla chips. And that was yeah. it, you know. So there's this guilt of. I'm not doing a good job with my toddler. Right. And I can't get my baby on a day schedule. So it's like this whole, like, I'm more of like the I'm failing Mm -hmm. kicks in a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I can't figure out, like, are we going to go to the mall today? Are we going to go to the park? Are we going to? And then he's, one day he's not into the mall play space. And I'm like, it's because I fed him YouTube and fucking fruit snacks all week. Yeah, he's bored with life oh my god he's so bored and you know he'll be a drug addict and blah blah blah. and i'm like okay you need to calm down it's also been raining all week so we've gone out you know and um it's funny so i'm i'm thinking all this and i you know i think of perception and then i go to my friend who just had her baby and she hasn't obviously she's not going to take like a 20 day old out in the rain or anything like that but she goes god well, I don't know how you're getting around. I'm like, oh, you'll do it too. Like, I'm oh, your yeah. I'm your buddy in this. You can hit me up and go, I'm going to try and go out with them. Because she's like, look at how you're doing. And I'm like, you think that, I think I'm failing. And yeah. you're looking at me like, you're doing it. Well, it's because she only saw you getting there. And exactly. And you, you figured out how to pull Jaylee out, get Jacob out at the yeah. same time, and a bag over one shoulder and oh, yeah. a bag over the other shoulder. And I she'll don't... do it too. And she's got me as her, you know, because oh, yeah. she's got, this is her second baby, you know, and she's like, right now, he doesn't need to go out anywhere. It's raining yeah. and it's, you know, like, it's fine. Well, He's and fine. nobody not, nobody doesn't not do it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? She'll like, do it. There's a million families with second, third, fourth, yeah. five kids. I don't, I couldn't stay in. Like, I was one of those moms that I would crawl out of my skin if mm-hmm. we were inside for hours on time. And I always wanted to be able to, like, stay inside and be okay with that. And I know that it was, it was, but I always, 
I loved taking them to the grocery store because it was something to do that was out and about, you Mm -hmm. know, and it wasn't without its struggle, obviously, but it was like, I was like, what else would I have to do? I was like, I would just like, it would take us an hour just to get out the door to the grocery store. And of course it's nap time and snack time by then. So they would have like lunch in the, in the stroller or whatever. But I loved being out and about. I wasn't able to, and I'm still not, I can't sit inside. I think that's just my way like get depressed well quickly it's it's kind of like and sometimes i just go okay we're gonna go walk to mcdonald's and eat some french fries i'll drink some coffee and you'll run around or like we went to the park today you know and you know he had a good time till he was like i'm done and it was literally like 20 minutes (laughs) i was like well this is it yeah you chase the squirrel you're all out of the park is it done okay so now we move on and then and then you know we had some people over today so you know my sister-in-law stopped by and my sister stopped by and Tony was there and he, he played with his aunts and uncles. Yeah. So, you know, and then tomorrow we'll see what we'll do tomorrow. So it, it when it's raining, like it was raining, I, some of it was like, it's okay that we don't go somewhere right away. I didn't you know? mean it like, like, I don't know how you can stay inside. No. That's not how I meant it at all. I just meant like, I wish that I had, you know, I think that my struggle took up my time too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it was yeah. like, okay, we're going to go to the store. We're going to go to Target or we're going to go to the park or to the dentist or whatever errands, or I'm going to drop you off with your dad while I go to work, whatever it is. I knew that just getting out of the fucking house oh. took a good hour. And it was like, I felt like I was doing something, but I'm still like that now. I mm-hmm. still feel uncomfortable being still. Oh right. I am yeah. I'm not comfortable being still. Uh, I'm, I'm... Unless I allot a day for it. Like yeah. Like, kids go to their dads, all of a sudden I'm Netflixing all of Netflix Yeah, I have a hard time with sitting still, too. Yeah. Um, like, especially, like, Sundays when I know I'm not booked for anything. Yeah. I find myself like, okay, I'll go do laundry. Okay, I'll go fold it. Okay. And Chris is like, why can't you just do nothing? And I'm like... Yeah. Well... Yeah, I know. I'm the same because way. it takes so long for me during the week to get... Like, I talk to myself. Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, so we're, right now we're going to go get Jacob. Yeah. We're going to get him changed. And then we're going to sit her up. And we're going to go get Jacob ready. Right. And then we're going to get yourself ready. And then when I'm done getting ready, I'm like, okay, now you're going to go comb his hair. Okay, now you're going to go brush his teeth. Okay, now we're going to go get the bag ready. And, you know, right. I, I just have to talk myself through the steps. And now we're going to get in the car. Okay, and now we're going to drive to the place. Like, and I just have to. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and now it's time for now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just kind of talk myself. And plus. You know, you're trying to find different things to do in L.A. and, you know, that are free and stuff like that. So, uh, I did take him to Travel Town by myself. And um, the only, I had that moment, they don't let strollers in the store. Right. But they do let you, if you give them your ID, they let you take two little trains and play with it, which is great. So, I had this moment where I was like, I got up to the store and I was like, I just want to throw the trains down and grab my ID. I don't want to take them both out of this damn right. stroller. And I was kind of like, and the lady came out and said, do you need help? I was kind of, I want to be like, can you just walk? You know? Yeah. And I was like, stand you know and stare at them for I took them out. I, you know, I took her out. I was like, okay, they're just to drop this damn ID, you know, like yeah. just to get the ID. But I was like, okay, we did it. And we're, we got it all out of the way. It was fun. It was a fun day for him. And then we, how did you climb up on the trains with Jacob? Did you hold Jayla? I had to hold Jayla. Yeah. And, um, Those trains are no joke. They're slim and you can fall in a second or right on yeah. the tracks. I oh, know. Yeah. It is a workout. Yeah, and also they're 
they're so massive. I mean, it's pretty cool to see, but it's also like he's up there, like yeah, you know, yeah. like um, this is well, this. yeah. And if they fall, it's oh my a god. sharp metal edge. Oh, oh it's my not god, bouncy. No, this is not like kid proof, but yeah, um, but yeah, he enjo- he enjoys it. So, you know, we did it, and I'm like, all right, well, we we, and my mother in law was like, oh my god. Oh, well, I did that with the kids. Uh, I mean, that was one of our places that we went. What's funny is you said Travel Town Party. There's like this part of me where I'm like, oh, I miss those times when we would go to Travel Town and we'd sit on that. And then I remember like climbing up those fucking stairs and holding <laughs> one, probably slamming her head at least five times, you know, while my son's like trying to hold onto his belt buckle so he doesn't go head first out, you know. And then it, somebody's kicking. I mean, I can't, I, I imagine can't imagine that neither of them didn't walk away with some sort of concussion but um and then i sitting here thinking i'm like i don't i'm never gonna have to fucking do that again oh no no and i don't and i don't care i mean at this point i was like maybe i'll just buy these damn trains so i don't have to go back into the no there's store. lots of cool things that you can do for under like five bucks there's a good like thomas the tank engine does a thing and uh out in travel town yeah there's and lots of cool stuff and it's it, i mean we did it and there's other things to do it's it's just it's tremendous. It's just a lot when you have. It's a lot when you have one kid, but it, it doubles when oh, you yeah. have the two. You're like, okay. Well, and that's when everybody's doing well. If one's having a bad day, or oh, yeah. hungry, or stomachache, or takes a crap, oh, or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Jacob was throwing up at one point, and then Jayla was had a, a cold, so we couldn't do the sleep <clears> training <throat> then because she had a cold. Right. Then Jacob had a cold, and he had a cough for a little while, and then um. You know, and you're like, all right, now we're here. We're here, and you know, and and then you know, having a little baby. To, I mean, she's not a little baby; she's a big baby. But you know, that that first year of having your kid, where you're so worried about, like, oh, you hear about SIDS, you hear about this, and you're just like, okay, uh, oh, that was the other thing with um, we had a tub, a baby tub, and um, Chris accidentally had it against the heater in the bathroom and it melted and then so he was trying to melt it back a certain way and it was just terrible i was like this is terrible so uh we had speech therapy people come and behavioral therapy people come and of course i was like i'm getting rid of this tub because it looks like a jagged edge and they will call child protective service so i threw it away so everybody i asked the moms in the mom group oh what, what would be a good hack and i was like Oh, the sink or the laundry basket. I was like, okay, apparently nobody's had a huge baby. Because I tried the sink and it was awful because she can't fit in it. She's so huge. And then I tried the laundry basket. And, oh, God, the other day. And it, I I let her go and she fell in the water and she sputtered. And I'm like, oh, my God, I almost drowned my baby. Like that. And I was like, this is terrible. I'm going to go buy it. You like this and that. And, um. I had a mom offer a tub, but it was in Culver City, and I was like, I don't have the money to drive out to whatever. And my friend, what I love about like our mom friends is my friend Nadia, who just had her baby. She's like, just why don't you use the tub that I've been using? I don't need it yet for him, and it's worked out because per- I bought another tub and it was right. terrible at Target. <laughs> so it was like all this stuff, and you're just like, you're just worried about everything with this little baby, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm still in that like. I remember once I hit a year with Jacob, I was like, okay, now I don't have to worry about sin. But now I have to worry about choking, you know, or now I have to worry about drowning in the tub. You know, so, I I mean, I should stop reading articles 
Yeah. But well, we have this conversation all the time where you need to stop reading those articles, dude. I do. I know. I don't know why you read them. I don't know why either. It's, it's they don't help like, me. I know they don't. They make you they 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 do the opposite of helping you. I wonder if there's some sort of like thing that it's feeding into. Like you know how it's like almost mm-hmm. like codependency. You know, where it's yeah. like you know it's not gonna do well for you. It's like we're you know when you read an article um, or maybe I just do this when I read an article, like side effects or okay. So mm-hmm. say yeah. I'm seeking, searching if I have cancer. Yeah. I will read yeah. symptoms of throat cancer. Oh yeah. And I will look to see to confirm that I do have it, <laughs> yeah. not confirm that I don't. So if I go to an article oh, and God. the ten symptoms don't apply to me, I don't shut it down. And go okay, phew. I go to the next article. Oh, yeah. And the next one until I go, I do have number four. That's what happens. So I feel like there might be a little bit of that with you. Yeah. Where it's like <clears throat> you already start off fairly nervous and worrisome. And then you look at an article and you keep reading on because you're like, well, that's not, you know, you almost want to tie it to your kids to justify the concern that you already have. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not yeah. crazy. This happened to this person. Yeah, of like, course. When my doctor, always going to be a symptom for something. That's funny that you mentioned that too, because when my doctor, you know, he has that little bump on the back of the, yeah. side of the lymph node and it ha- <clears throat> it's still there. It hasn't grown. It's just the thing. Right. And when I talked to my doctor about it and he's like, he wasn't because he had felt it and he was he wasn't concerned about it he yeah goes, it's at a certain thing it, i look for this and this and then he goes childhood cancer is very rare and when he said that and he goes there's other symptoms like if he had a fever like this is what we look for mm-hmm. and i thought and not that anybody that has because i i have friends that i know that have children that have had you know god yeah god bless them they've gone through with their kids <coughs> Tremendous things. So it's not like we don't know somebody that hasn't had a child affected yeah. by cancer or a family member. But when he said that, I, I thought, oh, it's because we're inundated on social media mm-hmm. with this and this. Or you see, you know, like I realized we feel like it's not rare because we're around it all the time or we see an article all the time. That's what or, our mind's drawn to. Yes. Too. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it, there was a bit of relief for that. Because he wasn't concerned. And then, of course, I could easily read an article, doctors misdiagnose and they don't. And you're like, oh, but he's not paying attention. I should take them to. Oh, yeah. So I, the the mind, like the power of the mind and what we cling on to or, you know, our phones hearing us yeah. and then putting an article in front of us, like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, social media has so many um, both pros and cons, like pros for what we do to get us out there, but also the cons of me being on it, looking at this stuff. And you look long enough, you can find that your son has cancer or yeah. any anything else whatsoever. You know, you can feed into, um, go down this rabbit hole. And oh, yeah. It's sort of like, you know, my daughter had, um, you know, she said her neck hurt last week, and then she felt warm. And all of a sudden, I think meningitis. Yeah. And I went straight through, uh, the, I went straight to the web and, and diagnosed her with meningitis in three to five minutes. And it, there's this moment, and I know better, and I stopped, and I went into like this weird panic, and I thought, what is it that you're doing here? What are you feeding on this? Like, yeah. And I feel like there's this, this, sometimes I get overwhelmed by this need to almost be prepared for the worst. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes I think like, 
self-diagnosing either my kids or myself in my head. Of course, she would never know that I was doing that. I would never put that on her no. or go in there and be like, let me check your lymph nodes or let me check your yeah. feet or let's take your time. You know, I don't want to freak her out. But I feel like in a way it was sort of me, this weird need to almost prepare myself for the worst. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. But also knowing that I've been through some worsts, mm-hmm. you know, in my lifetime childhood and stuff like that, that you, I know that you can't actually prepare. Like you can no. imagine something bad happening to your kids. You can imagine something bad happening to your spouse or your mother or your or father you or whatever, or, or you, but you truly, and I know this, you truly cannot prepare yourself no. to have those feelings. So I think that it does. It is a waste of energy. It is. And it's a and it, it it feeds on other things and even things that you can't like tangibly say, Oh, I felt like shit the next day because yeah. I'm still worried. It is feeding into you. Oh yeah. It is sitting on you. So you have to make a conscious decision to you know, you have a strong belief in your higher power. Yeah. You have to be aware that if something is wrong with Jacob, if something is wrong with Jayla, God or whoever, your higher power, will show that to you Yeah, in the way that it's supposed to be seen. But you yeah. looking for it is just going to screw you all up. Well, I also and I don't mean just you. I mean no, the collective yeah. you. Of, no, I know what you're saying. myself. But I that. even said to myself, I was like, why do you always doom and gloom? Like, I was driving there. I was like, if the a tree falls on me yeah. on the car or a city bus hits me. Because I've had friends that have had a city bus hit them. Of she has. But I'm saying like, <laughs> and they're getting 50 grand each. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh. like well, that, that's a part of it. I'm yeah. like, if this city bus just hits my car, yeah. I'll get $100,000 and I have the kids in the car, that'll be a million. Yeah. You're like the whole, yeah. but I'm like, why? Okay, first of all, two things I think. Why do I have to die in this fantasy to right. have everybody show up for me and my husband yeah. to appreciate me? Or two, why do I have to have tragedy happen in order to get a lot of money? Yeah. Like, why do I have to have a city bus come inside to my car? Or why know. do I have to have a city tree fall well, on my because dire straits is, yeah. is no joke when you're like, hey, you and I, which one of us has $16 exactly. to keep our podcast up? So that's why I was like, you know, why don't we just, why don't we think better? Mm-hmm. Like when we're driving, we see all these homeless people or because they're around us everywhere. Yeah. But I'm like, don't think about how you have to move in with your mother-in-law into their two-bedroom apartment or how, you know, you know, or how you would get a tent that had waterproofing, you know, like just there's being prepared and then there's being crazy. Yeah. And I think that you reading into these articles about type one diabetes is, is it's feeding into a neurosis that is unnecessary. Yeah. And I do the same thing with, with my kids on a very different level, different stages. But I guess I just, you know, sometimes I can go down it and I now have the ability and it's to just stop. Yeah. Well, it's I, hard to shake it off my head. I'll find myself. I look forward to bed. I look forward to going to sleep, but then I've, I've become this age where I actually dread it now. Like I look, mm. I think I look forward to it and then I get into bed and my mind is all go. about how I'm failing them, what I should have done. Oh my God. It's been over a year since I've been to the dentist. I'm a terrible mother. Were they vaccinated this year? Did I take them to their well check? Am I uh-huh. crazy? Yeah. My son's glasses are broken. Why can't you just make an appointment? Each fucking kidneys. Is... Like all the things that I'm doing wrong and failing all come to fruition as soon as I put my head down on my pillow. And there are nights where I'm like, Jessica, stop. Yeah. And I can yeah. like yeah. switch it, put on a friend's episode or something. But I there know. are nights where I literally will be shaking. No, I, 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 I get that. I can't stop it. I get that. And I think that those are the nights when I've 
come across an article or, you know, or diagnose myself with, you know, one of the symptoms of, you know, skin cancer, you know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to pass out today. I was like, I, I think I'm dizzy. Maybe I should call Chris. No, yeah. if you call Chris, you probably won't be able to go out to dinner tomorrow because they'll put yeah. you in the hospital. But I was like, you, you just need a shower. Yeah. Like, I was like, just take a shower. Some water. You need to drink some water. Eat some To eat some food. You know, like, I just had to, and I think it's because of that thinking. And then I was like, like, I was cracking up, too, the other day where, where when, I sm- when I smelled him, I was like, he's got foodie breath. And I was like, he literally just ate fruit snacks and yeah. had watermelon. Yeah. You gotta he's stop. You gonna have, and I was, cr- I was like, oh. And then, really, what happens, I mean, you know, we've been changing him in our room with his. Right. We don't want to wake the baby. And it's just, because then I can enjoy the moments. Like, I put some diaper-ish, the, the white kind on. Yeah. And, you know, I mean... He's such a funny kid. He literally got up and sat on my pillow, and I was like, "Okay, great." Yeah, that's there's good. there's butt paste yeah, on my pillow. Does not come out. I was like, it's "So gross," but that's my kid. Yeah. And then I was laughing. I was like, "Oh, here I am going through all these crazy emotions," and I'm like, "Part of me, I think, might switch out my birth control." That's one of the things that I think the I emotions, might do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm on Deprivera, and I'm not. I don't think I really enjoy it too much. I'd rather yeah. just take the pill every day. Yeah. And that's what I, I diagnosed myself with that today. I was like, you know what? You've been on this Deprivera for like a, a few months now. Let's just go back to the pill. Yeah. I just got the shot the other day, and I'm like, that might be why you're feeling it. Because oh, I remember sure. last time, I don't know if you remember me saying, last time when I got the shot, and I know we'll wrap it up, but I felt sick the next day. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to lie down. And then today, I just got the shot the other day, and I was like, oh, now that I'm thinking and talking about it, I'm like, this morning I felt like, ugh. I feel like I'm going to pass out. And I, was yeah. like, I think it's this birth control. I had it 20 years ago, sure. and I was on it for a while, but it's just not, I don't think it's working for me. So I was like, let me just see how to get off of it and go on the pill or get my tubes tied or something. Yeah. So she did tell me that if I was going to get my tubes tied, it's like a two to three month process because you have to watch a video and then fill out paperwork and get that paperwork approved 30 days later. Yeah, well, you know, when I had my tubes tied, I knew that I wanted them tied after I had my daughter. Um, and you have to sign the paperwork while I'm of sound mind. Yeah. And I, I couldn't do it while I was giving birth. I couldn't do it right after giving birth. I had to have signed it right before. And I remember I, we didn't have, obviously we didn't carry a copy with us, thinking that that was an issue. My mother-in-law at the time had to drive all the way back to Valencia. Jeez to go get it to have the original signed faxing was not an option because women make these emotional decisions. Got it. And it, you know, and if yeah, you ha- they have to give you time because what you're deciding on a Monday in January yeah. could be very different than what you decide on a Monday in February. No, I know? get that. And so But I'm also like I'm 40. That should be enough. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to just say. I was like, well, they they should be making that decision for you. Let's I shut mean, the shit down. Like, why do I have to take a a she's fucking good. She's got webinar one about each. it. I'm like, come on, I'm 40 with a yeah. five month old. I'm done. Yeah. Unless my mother in law was like, make her sign the paperwork. Well, yeah, because it's un, it's not reversible. I know, and I'm like, look, yeah, I know. Look at my age. Yeah. We'll start the paperwork. I know. I should. Just don't get knocked up before then. Oh my god, no! I'm on Deprivera now. I like that's why I was like, we're not yeah. gonna mess with it. I'm yeah. a fertile woman. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky. I, I, I would definitely check in the emotional range. Birth control never worked out well for me, and it does. You know, you always think, oh, I'm gonna be crying, but it was it was my whole sign of like being emotional and depression was that whole physical. inability 
physical, but also inability to not pull myself out of the dark times yeah. of reading those articles, uh-huh. of getting so concerned and really wrapped up into it yeah. to the point of where I I was paranoid. Yeah, I mean, you know, I it's, think it's an ugly feeling. I hated it. The the I've Still. been on um also I've been on ortho tricycline mm-hmm. the pill yeah. low dose for a very long time. I never had any issues with no, it. No, that's what I was. I was I had my period at a certain time. This Deprovera is a different. I'm like I. I don't I, like the idea of a shot going through, but well, yeah. a shot and it lasts for three months. So people like that convenience. For me, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I think there's too many hormones. I don't know because I feel like the shot once it's in your body, like you have no control over that. Not yeah. that you have a control over a pill, but I feel like if I take one pill, two days later I can decide to take a lesser dosage, and I know that it's going to take a while. But once the shot's in your system, oh, that's what I think. It's yeah, up all in there because this is the, and the now you third... just have to ride out how your body's managing. And I realized that's I was like, scary. this is the third shot that I've had because you know after after I gave birth, I had one, so I had yeah. no idea if it was even affecting me or not because I'd just given birth. Yeah. So you're like, oh, whatever. And then the second time, I was like, oh, this didn't sit well. And then I got my period for like three weeks. So I've actually, I mean, this is a lot of information, but I've bled for like a total of, since I've given birth, uh, maybe three and a half out of the five months since I gave birth. That's fantastic news. Good for you. That's really been rough. Yeah. To to go through all that. So then I'm like, then I just took the shot the other day and I was like, I don't think it's working for me. Yeah. So I think uh, I've got to. Just I've got to yeah do something about it because I'm sure. like well now you have three months and then you have enough time to figure out birth control and stuff like, yeah and I'll just I mean if anything I'll go to the pill if, if the whole yeah or he'll get a vest I mean just do anal yeah I mean I could drink tequila and do but we'd that. wrap up on bleeding and anal look at that that's live and let mom that for you live and let mom where's our sponsors hey. <laughs> Koalas, maxi pads, and um, tequila, and beads, sex toys. I'm Jessica. I'm Ro. See you next time. Bye.